0: This is the old show feed for the LGBTQ podcast that gives you news and views from a Not Straight perspective. We took the eighth out of the name, so the podcast was renamed Not Straightcast," all spelled out as of episode 32. The last episode on this old feed is episode 35. Episode 36 and beyond are now located on the new feed. All the links are located on our website, notstraightcast.com or you can search for Not Straight Cast in your favorite podcast app. Also visit notstraightworld.com for links to all of our websites. Want to support Not Straight Cast? Visit the notstraightcast.com store where you can get a Not Straight Cast t-shirt, hat, bag, coffee mug, and much, much more. Along with getting some snazzy merchandise, your purchase in the notstreetcast.com forward slash store also helps support the show. Once again, that's notstreetcast.com forward slash store. News and views from a not straight perspective. This is Not Straight Cast, episode 29 for November 22nd, 2023. And welcome to Not Straight Cast. I'm
1: Joe. And I'm Becca.
0: And hey, <laughs> Hey. A new podcast. Doing? Oh, my goodness. And a new co host. How are you, Becca?
1: I am wonderful. Things are good.
0: That's good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. So. We have not done a podcast since, let's see, September 25th, 2021. Actually, no. September. Let's see here. Actually, no, it was September 17th, 2021. And it's now November. We're recording this on November 18th. And we're going to release it on the uh, 22nd. So, uh, yeah. So it's been almost two years since we've done a podcast. Or I've done a podcast
1: yeah i haven't (laughs) done this in a while it's been a while for me
0: (laughs) but the reason why i said we've done a podcast is that becca and i used to do a podcast together called sister shout a long long time ago (laughs) on a network called not street tv which was basically the video podcast version of this but in this case i was actually along with doing like my own two shows i was doing other shows as well one of them was sister Shout, which you and your ex-wife
1: next yeah, ex-wife yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> former wife I don't know how this <laughs> yeah so she was the co-host and well and you were obviously the other host as well so
1: yeah technology is much though. better now it, it was the last show we did was really good we had goddess and she on there
0: yeah I was uh I was thinking about this here yeah because I mean we did that back in 2012
1: yeah 2013 yeah. maybe Yeah, it was a long time
0: ago. Yeah, I mean, Patreon as a thing didn't exist yet. So because what happened, like the long story short with Not Straight TV is that I ended up combining with my competitor at the time, which I thought was bigger, which was Gay Life Television.
1: (laughs) Dun, dun, dun.
0: Yeah, (laughs) there's a whole entire story (laughs) with that one too in a second here. So long story short, I got there and I realized they're actually in worse shape than we are,
1: <laughs> yeah, because
0: was, of the crazy really owner of the company there. Mm. Oh man, oh man! He's, so he, I he, can he, go through all that, but yeah, he think,
1: came back with a lot of drama with all of that.
0: Yeah, and he so, has a more drama now because, um, yeah, <sighs> apparently, sometime back in 2021, he got arrested by the U.S. government for having child porn (laughs) Uh, and apparently it's still in the discovery phase at this point here for the trial so it hasn't happened yet there but i guess we'll see what happens here with this and uh well (laughs) what
1: a legacy to leave you know that's not
0: necessarily (laughs) what you want to be you know (laughs) you don't want to be arrested you know you don't want to have child porn on your computer (laughs) and the worst part of what it was it wasn't even gay porn. It was straight porn and bestiality. I'm like, ew. Oh, oh I'm just my like, God. Ew, 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 ew,
1: ew. <laughs> Oh, that's so foul, but unsurprising at the same time.
0: It is really. Yeah. It's a case <laughs> kind of like, you know, it could not happen to a better person as <laughs> far as I'm concerned. So. <laughs> Let's see here. So we need to catch up though, with what happened between, between you know last time we did a podcast and now that has been a fair amount it's i mean technically it's been you know almost two years
1: yeah it's tell the folks what you've been through it's important
0: 2021 well what shortly happened after the podcast okay so this is september is when we did our last episode at the end of the year i went to get my my muffler was acting up in my car and i went ahead and i got it um i went to like pep boys and had them take a look at it there apparently my whole entire bottom part of my car the, like from like where like the it comes out before it goes into your cali converter like the pipe that comes out goes into yeah, your converter speaking and to yeah to i just drive
1: them <laughs>
0: <laughs> well basically you know it, it, it basically comes on your engine goes through your cali converter which keeps your car from being like driving down the road
1: that's it, the thing that's always being stolen by the methods right
0: exactly yeah you know, worth so a lot of money out here so apparently the pipe to <laughs> the kelly converter and then past the kelly converter into the muffler was rusted
1: oh wow it was completely okay.
0: rusted i had to replace the whole entire thing including cal- that kelly converter and it would have been about three thousand dollars according to them because probably most of that is late because honestly The catalytic converter is a few hundred dollars. The muffler is a few hundred dollars. And then there's just all that labor. Labor. Yeah. So my car, I had a 2012. I'm sorry. No, wait, it wasn't 2012. It was 2010 Scion XB. And I was like, this is 2000. This is the end of 2021 at this point. So I'm like, well, let's see. I could spend $3,000, which I didn't really want to spend going ahead there and fixing this and then driving still this 12-yard car, which had issues, you know, with just not the muffler thing at this point. Or I could, you know, go and get another car. And so that, that's what I decided to that do. That car is not
1: a snazzy. So,
0: so now nice. I have a 2018. <laughs> this is the first time I had to buy a used car because, of course, 2021, cars were still ridiculously expensive.
1: Oh, yeah, and they're they're even worse now. Well, we'll <laughs> it's not because
0: of the car prices. The fact that there's not new cars, it's the interest rates are so high now. Right. So it's like you trade one problem for another, I guess, in that case. Because my interest rate is pretty good for a used car now at this point. But yeah, I ended up buying a 2018 uh, Kia Soul Plus, which is, it has a nicer engine in it. And the way you can tell is, is that if you're driving down the road, most Kia Souls are on the bottom part, when you're looking like like below, like where like the bumper would be, okay, normally they're black, and that's where the license plate is as well. On a Kia Soul Plus, it's gray. Um, basically, it has a bigger engine; It has 160 uh, horsepower engine instead of 135 horsepower, I think, which is what in the is an original one there. Um. My model was a 2018. It was the first year that they had Apple CarPlay.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Now, do you have Apple CarPlay yeah. in your car?
1: Uh, mine is a 2012, and
0: it's, okay, probably not. Yeah,
1: it doesn't have any of that. The gadgets in there. I do have a turbo button though. That's pretty fun. Ooh, fancy! <laughs> so you drive
0: a Fiat 500,
1: right? I do. It's a C pop. It's a little zippy thing that I bought after I don't know about a year after i came back to pittsburgh okay right before the pandemic hit i got really lucky with it at Carvana. you bought the car
0: at the right time i tell you what yeah
1: it was was weeks before the shutdown it was literally weeks i got a decent interest rate and carvana gave me a little coin to put in the machine and watch it twirl down it was a lot of fun
0: (laughs) i bought it from carvana as well but i had to deliver it there because i did not want to drive my car down there you know
1: Oh, yeah. Which in there this was case, one out- I guess
0: our, our vending machine is in Bridgeville.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's mm-hmm. out in Bridgeville. And mine was, like, right on the top. And it really does come out kind of like a vending machine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fancy, dancy. But basically, yeah, they would just deliver them now at this point. And, it, it, like, we're still at, like, the end of COVID, you know. COVID was right. still a thing there. I'm wearing a mask and everything when I got the car and everything. I got in there drove it. It was fine, you know. They looked at my car. They put the uh, sticker that it's going to auction on there put it on the flatbed and took it away and bam i had a newer car you know my car had like 130 140,000 miles on it this one only had fifty thousand miles on it and yeah it's a big with, difference with it being a kia it was actually four years old at that point it was still under warranty so oh, nice yeah so i still had about a year left in the warranty and everything there so Ooh,
1: that's nice
0: yeah, I had to get a few things fixed there. Like my uh BRAC, my my brack, yeah, my brack, my back brake sensor went out. <laughs> and uh, and so I had to get that replaced there. And you know, just normal other stuff there too. Like I need new windshield wipers and stuff like that. But like that stuff was warranty stuff, like the back brake sensor.
1: Yeah, good, and, that's good. And that's... I
0: had the worm gear. I was trying to think of the other thing I had to get replaced. It was the worm gear, which is basically whenever you're driving a car and you hold the steering wheel okay but you know it turns the wheels left and right basically you have the drive shaft that goes down you know where you're driving and then like the the shaft that goes down to the wheels and basically what a worm gear is it's the thing that basically translates you turning the wheel left and right to turning the wheels
1: oh okay I see yeah so mean.
0: basically it's like you know it's like obviously your wheels are perpendicular to your steering wheel you know and then the shaft that goes down to the actual wheels gotcha so the so basically the worm gear is the thing that basically you turn the wheel right. It turns your wheels, your actual physical wheels to the right. I just said them one day, I was like, yeah, the steering is just ever so slightly loose. There was like, maybe like a half inch of play in there. And they're like, yeah, let's take a look at that there. Yeah. You need a wor- new worm gear. That's under warranty. Let's get that fixed. So you can't say they were bad about it there, but now at this point, there it was kind of like the only thing I was thinking of is like, uh, I may not have had enough time here because we're getting into 2022 now. Okay. So at this point here, um, around March of 2022, um, I worked at P town bar and I worked there for years. You know, I was doing it as like a part-time thing along with my full-time job. And, um, as the audio and visual technician there, and I ended up leaving my job there because it was just like, I don't know, I working at like bars too is old. hard. It's, it is. Yeah. hard.
1: hard. I worked there since 2015,
0: culture. 2016. So, yeah. And, you know, I was working part-time though, but it was just kind of like, at this point, I just had enough.
1: Yeah, I got you. <laughs> it's like,
0: order, I don't feel like I fit in anymore.
1: Yeah, bars aren't, was, uh, they're not my thing anymore either. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Me neither. And we'll even get to that in a little bit here as to why they're really not my thing now. So you know, in March of 2022, I left there. Okay. I was also in school at the time too. Oh yeah. You
1: just finished a semester.
0: Well, we'll get there. (laughs) (laughs) Another degree, but basically in June of 2022, I graduated with my, my bachelor's degree in business IT management.
1: That's amazing.
0: So I got that there and my parents had a graduation party and everything. And
1: Oh, that's yeah. so
0: nice. Yeah. <laughs> I got a bracelet and stuff like that. It was very nice. It was very nice.
1: Never too late.
0: So, you know, we're done with school here. So this is June 2022. Okay. So let's get the August of 2022. So at that point there, I worked Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. I was off Wednesday, Thursday. I worked Friday and I was off Saturday. So I worked forward 10 hour shifts. And I had a really weird shift. I worked basically from 8 p.m. to 6, 15 a.m. I worked 10 hour shifts. So I was working on four by 10 on the overnight shift doing tech support.
1: Gotcha. I see.
0: So I'm sitting in my home and I am, you know, it's like 5 p.m. I just finished dinner. I'm just sitting around my, on my computer. I'm just, you know, just surfing around the internet, watching YouTube, whatnot you know just kind of getting ready for work there just kind of chilling before work
1: looking around
0: <laughs> and then all of a sudden it felt like somebody hit me in the back of my neck and my head with a baseball bat
1: oh gosh
0: it's kind of like you know how you have a migraine headache
1: yeah it's real <laughs> sudden
0: yeah that's what it felt like there okay and i was like oh boy what is this at first, I thought I had vertigo because, along with you know that pain in the headache and all everything, I kind of lost my equilibrium. You know, I was like stumbling around basically. It's kind of like I was drunk. I had that happen years ago, but it was basically because I left the I lost the hearing in my one ear completely. I went deaf in one ear.
1: Oh wow! And I that gives you vertigo that.
0: basically, but that yeah. was from a virus, and that eventually resolved itself. But I didn't lose my hearing this time there, but it was just like, I felt like I had vertigo. and So that's what I thought I had. So, you know, I just wanted to lay down. I eventually, long story short, ended up calling off work. Okay. But then I got up, you know, I was thinking, you know, just rest up a little bit, see if I feel better. I got up and I threw up. Okay. Oh, man. So, so at that point there, I went and cleaned myself up went back to bed or stumbled back to bed. I guess we could say at this point, <laughs> this continued on for three days. Okay. So this is Sunday. We're now getting into Wednesday and I talked to my parents and I'm like, if I'm not feeling any better by Wednesday, I want to go to the hospital.
1: Oh, I didn't realize it was so long until you like went.
0: So I went to the hospital on that Wednesday cause I was not feeling any better. And my parents could notice there, there was something wrong with me there. It, like, like I said, it looked like I had vertigo, you know. I could walk, but it was kind of like, you know, it was a struggle. Well, I get to the hospital there. And as it turns out, I had a brain hemorrhage. I had a right cerebral brain hemorrhage.
1: That is terrifying.
0: Uh, Tell me about it. Yeah, I ended up in the ICU for the first week I was in the hospital. I ended up being in the hospital for a whole entire month.
1: Yeah, I remember that. You were in there for a long time.
0: Thank God for short-term disability, because otherwise
1: <laughs> it would have been
0: a case there, or I would have been completely utterly screwed. But I mean, you know, like short-term disability gives you like 60, 70% of your salary. Yeah. Thankfully, it's tax-free.
1: That was so, it. I wasn't aware of that.
0: Um. Yeah, I wasn't aware about it. I, w- I wasn't aware of that until after it occurred when I was doing my taxes. And I realized I didn't have to pay any taxes. I wasn't, no, like no taxes were taken out okay. obviously, during that time, but I didn't owe anything either because of the fact that I had the short term disability. So, um, yeah, so I was in the hospital from basically August 10th until September 12th of last year. And I got out of the hospital there and, um, obviously I, had stopped smoking back in 2019, 2018. I was vaping since then. And obviously in the hospital, you can't really do either. So at that point I was completely done. So oh,
1: since I then I'm not I smoked, quit. which is great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I no longer smoke anymore.
1: That's awesome.
0: But there's a few other things that come along with that there because basically long story short, the reason why I ended up in the hospital and I had the brain hemorrhage was because my blood pressure was high. So now I'm on blood pressure medication and I'm doing other things to lower my blood pressure. I'm on a dash diet. What's a dash diet? It's a low sodium diet. No,
1: oh, dash, like Mrs. Dash. Okay.
0: Yeah. Mrs. (laughs) Dash is actually has no sodium. Actually, if you look at it.
1: Yeah. uh, Yeah. I have some actually. Doesn't have any salt either.
0: Yeah. And uh, I use that all the time. And Aldi has a version of Mrs. Dash, like lemon pepper seasoning that has no sodium either.
1: Oh yeah, I've tried it. That's great.
0: Oh yeah, I find all kind of other things there that don't have sodium there. But basically what I'm trying to shop now, it's a little tough because most consumer regular diets have way entirely too much sodium in them.
1: Oh, too much sodium, too many chemicals, too many preservatives.
0: So on top of that too there, so I have eat a low sodium diet, which means I pretty much stop eating red meat. So, um, which kind of works out okay, because my parents are vegetarians.
1: Oh, are they? I didn't know that.
0: My mom became a pescatarian, which is somebody who eats seafood. So like fish, for example. or sure. Just to get like the protein and stuff that you need there. But she pretty much eats vegetarian 90% of the time, pescatarian 10% of the time. Usually when I'm around, because since I can't eat red meat anymore there. I pretty much should become a pescatarian myself, but I also eat chicken. So there's a term for that. I'm not sure exactly what it is. But I'm not gonna <laughs> go and look at it right now. But yeah, it's basically my eating. My eating habits have completely changed from there. It's pretty much I can't go out and eat anymore, for the most part. If I do, I just have to be careful what I order, and it usually ends up being salmon because that's the only thing on a menu that you can order.
1: I wish that- I liked it. I do not. Well, you like you can
0: order other fish, you know, things as well. I like shellfish.
1: Shellfish is my thing.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can eat shellfish. You just have to watch, like, because when you go out to eat, you don't know what they're using for the seasoning. They could just be dumping salt in there, you know?
1: Right, right, right.
0: So you get real sensitive to it there. But, um, yeah, so it's been a year since that happened now at this point. So, and thank God I recovered the way I have there because most people have had I've had you know I'm sorry most people who this has happened to don't end up in as good of a situation as I ended up in because if you look at me you can't tell
1: no and you're feeling okay now
0: I mean granted it's like with the blood pressure medication my blood pressure being lower it's kind of like a state where I'm always kind of like ever so slightly lightheaded
1: I get that too I get the lightheadedness from my medicine too and so, floaters, you know, that's fun,
0: but like how most people, like my mom takes one blood pressure medication, I take five.
1: Oh my gosh, yeah, I'm only on one, two. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. So,
0: and they're still adjusting in here, and it's been a year now at this point, they're still making adjustments to it and everything there. And oh, so-
1: sure, it takes a while to figure out what works, what doesn't
0: it's an ongoing thing there yeah, yeah it's kind of like if you look behind me here and obviously our listeners can't see this here i have a <laughs> bunch of medications but you're,
1: I guess you're apothecary I can,
0: yeah you can see this here i actually <laughs> bought stuff on um, amazon there so containers so i can put them all in one container then instead of having 27
1: different <laughs> <Yeah. container> bottles <laughs>
0: but i also started taking multivitamins and i also started taking like um basically metamucil but these are uh facillum husk tablets okay as you know being gay you gotta be clean down there <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: gotta be regular you know <laughs> so. so um you know I made a nice recovery thank God because a lot of people in my situation would not have ended up you know, like usually they end up weak on one side
1: yeah yeah or you don't have you know, so any they, like physical affectations.
0: Well, we'll get to that in a second here because I'm not sure whether my problems are me getting older or whether they had to do with this event that happened.
1: <laughs> it's <laughs> up in the air sometimes.
0: <laughs> Let me uh, get through uh, one thing here real quick. Um, So basically in this case, sir, I was like, you know what? I got my bachelor's degree. I need to do my master's degree. So originally I started in education. I was going to go for my master's in education learning experience design and educational technology was the name of the course i was taking so i would have my master's degree in that basically i'd be masters of education in that
1: that's amazing
0: well i got into that and i'm like wait a second (laughs) (laughs) i'm not a teacher because i was in a like a zoom meeting like a they, they call them cohorts at the school i'm going to which is western governor's university and everybody in my class is a teacher and i'm not you know and they said well there'd be some people who are in the school of business which is where i came from because i was thinking that i would do like online courses one out there but it's just kind of like the more i went through this here i'm just kind of like i'm not feeling this you know i'm not interested in this i'm not yeah teaching
1: teaching is a special road you gotta be built for that you know
0: yeah and i'm not sure if i wanted to actually teach you know yeah and so i kind of realized i was like i was kind of like pigeonholing myself a little bit there so i ended up switching my major halfway which which i thought was halfway through the semester was actually slightly more than halfway to marketing so now my degree my master's degree will be in marketing digital marketing to be exact and um What happened was because I thought it was halfway through the semester, it was actually semesters are six months long, as I switched it in month four. Okay. They took a month to switch the classes over. So at that point, we're in month five. So now at this point, I have one month to do nine credits, which is three classes. So pretty much all of October. That's
1: a lot. That's a lot. (laughs) um,
0: My my first class was three papers. My second class was two papers and a audiovisual presentation. Basically, it was me presenting slides. And the third class was a test. And so, literally, all of October was a speed run to get through the, those courses there. So, um,
1: plus you're working full time.
0: It's working full time on top of it too. As uh,
1: that's you're my hero, man. Like, oh man, man. <laughs> I'm so tired after work. Like I, when I first came back here, I took a couple classes or CCAC, but man, it was a lot even, and I was only doing it three times, like three evenings a week.
0: Wow. We, yeah. The nice thing about online classes, you know, and especially with WGU, which is competency based. It's good if you're driven there, but it's also easy to procrastinate, you know? Yeah. So <laughs>
1: Because now, with this I, current I semester, there, I
0: find myself already starting to procrastinate again. And it's just kind of like, oh, wait a second. I need to really get on this and do it here. So, pretty much, there it's going to be like the rest of this weekend, next weekend, you know, I'm going to be getting through one class. So, basically, I want to get through five classes in six months, which I think is a little more reasonable than trying to get through three classes in one month. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, so I've been quite busy there. Well, also, too, the big question, though, I guess the the elephant in the room is, what happened to Jason? <laughs>
1: dun, dun,
0: dun, 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 dun. <laughs> so
1: yeah. what did happen to Jason?
0: Okay. So basically, we ended the podcast, and we're thinking, oh, we'll start at the beginning of the year and everything just never happened. Okay. So in this case here, we're getting, we're now in February of 2023. Okay. I'm like, I haven't talked to Jason in quite a while there. And so it's kind of like, you know, I got on the hospital. I was a few months out of the hospital and everything there. So at that point there, things are returning back to normal, you know? So I'm like, and I'm thinking of restarting the podcast at that point, you know, it's like, we haven't done this for a while. Let's sit there and let's talk and let's see if we can make something happen here. So I asked him out to dinner, you know, and literally the place I was asking him out to there was literally across the street from where he lives. Okay. So literally you walk across the street, you're there. So no big deal. Okay. And I'm willing to pay for it and everything there and not, you know, it was pretty much like, Hey, I'm inviting you at the dinner. So, um, basically i asked him to choose the um the day that he wanted to go out to ether. and so in this case then he's like let's do friday i'm like "Cool, this is like monday or tuesday i'm talking to him so friday comes along there and um in this case we chose like six or seven p.m there about three hours before we're supposed to have dinner he's kind of like hey the day isn't happening the way I hope. I'm behind to what I need to get done, and I need to be at the club earlier than 8 p.m., which is where he needed to be there. He needed to go to his job. And then tonight's gonna be busy there. He's like, it's looking like today's not a gateway day for dinner. I'd be happy to hang out on Monday, although I don't know if the restaurant is open on Monday, which it was not, okay? We could go somewhere else or do something else. It isn't to be dinner. And then I said to him, he's like, hey, they're open Wednesday through Sunday, 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. What day is good for you? Didn't hear anything from him in a few hours. And I'm like, honestly, I'm a little frustrated because you picked the day. He picked Friday, if you remember. And then three hours before he canceled. And then we went a whole entire day, never responded. And I was like, your lack of response is not helpful either. First off, I haven't seen you in months. Um, the fact that the scheduled over a week in advance, verified with you a few days before, only for you to cancel three hours before. It's kind of shitty behavior on your part.
1: Yeah, yeah, that really is. It, people need to grow up. Like, it, just be honest with whatever it is. The people take the coward's way out and just ghost these days. So you
0: would think that was bad enough, okay, that that happened here. So he responds back and he says, going out to dinner is a multi-hour commitment and I can't even be quantified because there's so many variables on how long it takes to get served, how busy it is, blah, blah, blah. Feeling disappointed about my schedule is justifiable. However, I will not apologize and accept that it's shitty behavior on my part because some of the work happened. I was unable to make it. I sort of resent that implication. Okay. So basically he said, you know, he offered to hang out and do anything literally except for dinner. He responded with more available dinner times. I'm not always in the mood to get dinner. My schedule is weird. Uh, Yeah, so basically I'm like, Okay, so you can't commit that there. I'm like, well, you don't treat friends like that. We were literally going at the dinner across the street from where you live for an hour since you had prior commitments. So I completely understood that part. What was not understandable though was is that something that was supposed to be something that's simple was turned into this over complicated thing there. Yeah, um, it was just
1: dinner. Uh, like
0: also, too, he never visited me in the hospital whenever I was in the hospital for a whole entire month. Okay. And, you know, considering I considered him a friend at the time there. Yeah. You know, It's kind of like you haven't seen me in God knows how long there. At that point, it was like six months. So, yeah, I kind of right to be pissed off there.
1: Yeah, you definitely did. That's that's shady. So
0: Now, I'm not going to completely <laughs> evascerate him. I was kind of like I was pissed off and for good reason there. You know. He had stuff happen with his parents and everything there, but it was pretty much, it was kind of like, and I'm not going to go into that there because I don't want to go into his personal life there, but it was kind of sure. like, if you can't find an hour to hang out with a friend or what you consider to be a friend, then why should I be your friend anymore? And since then, I've not talked to him.
1: Wow. Just like yeah. that, huh?
0: And so that was that. That's why Jason is no longer around. I only wish him the best though. I mean, you know, I guess he's doing okay. So, but still it's kind of like weird. It's kind of like going into the hospital made me realize who my friends were and they weren't who I thought they were.
1: Yeah, it's funny how that happens. You find out real quick when you're going through something.
0: And so in that case there, with that said there, I'm glad I left the bar because I went back there once and it was kind of like, half the people had no idea obviously, but were friends. Had no idea what was happening. And the other people were like, oh, my God, I haven't seen you. And God knows, how are you doing? You know, blah, blah, blah. So it was kind of really weird that it was like some people knew, some people didn't. And the people I thought it would know didn't know at all and, you know, didn't really care, you know. So it was kind of like a rude awakening.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You, you really do find out who your friends are.
0: Yeah. You really do. <laughs> But uh anywho, yeah. So I've gone on long enough there. Did you have anything? <laughs> <laughs> Did I you got... have anything going on?
1: <laughs> um not stuff that I really want to discuss with the the listeners. It's kind of depressing <laughs> stuff lately. So
0: <laughs> but hey, you know, at this point I asked you though, I was kind of like, you know, I went a few months after that. It was kind of like with everything that went on, it was kind of like, why me? You know, blah, blah, blah. But eventually I came to the point where it's like, I have to restart this podcast. I was thinking of doing it alone, just doing the news thing, and it's kind of like, no, I need a co-host. You're literally the first person I asked.
1: I love that. I'm so flattered about that too. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like,
0: bam, it's like I was expecting you to say no, to be honest with you.
1: Really? Yeah. Uh, no. And I don't so have this, a lot going on. I just, I, I work, I come home, I, I do some art, you know, like I hang out. So this is perfect.
0: What's even cool is that you're now back in Pittsburgh now. So I can, I've actually, we, <laughs> yeah, out we, could actually we can actually see each other. <laughs> and we went to a coffee house, but the problem is now with, like I talked about earlier with having to do the dash diet and I don't smoke anymore. Don't vape anymore. I don't no drink caffeine. caffeine anymore.
1: That's depressing.
0: <laughs> so it was some um, decaf Americano for me there because I don't think a coffee house is set up to serve decaf coffee.
1: Oh God. Decaf. There should be like, <laughs> that should be illegal. It decaf coffee. What the heck?
0: <laughs> you know what? For me though, coffee doesn't taste any different, but I realize now I don't have a stimulant. I don't have a pick me up, you know, cause people drink coffee to yeah. you know, wake themselves up. I can't do that. So, yeah. That's
1: depressing. <laughs> I like
0: to taste the coffee, but I maybe drink like one cup a day now. But I realize is that yeah, what's even more depressing <laughs> <that> <laughs> decaf is that you go to a store, try finding decaf on a shelf. There's maybe one or two uh
1: oh, there. and they're nasty too. Thank Some god for are... Amazon. Yeah.
0: <laughs> because I tell you what, their Amazon has saved my ass when it comes to this. Yeah,
1: I yeah. got half calf once and oh, Ooh, oh no thanks <laughs> uh,
0: see me, the media don't taste any different I mean and technically it still definitely has caffeine in it but it's like how like caffeinated coffee would have like 30 milligrams this has three milligrams in decaf. so it's a tiny little bit of caffeine but not enough really to you yeah know, cause not, not enough
1: to give you a good kick in the butt when
0: you need it exactly but I'm certainly glad that anyways getting half the coffee talk talking (laughs) about getting out for coffee i'm certainly glad to have you bored
1: i'm excited i've been i've been geeked all day i set up like hours ago
0: (laughs) (laughs) then we spent spent a half an hour getting your microphone to work we couldn't get the work there
1: technologically challenged we know this remember how what we did on sister shout we were on skype
0: (laughs) so we use skype in the day and i think i i bought you a like a audio kit there and yeah a microphone a little, and a mixer like, and stuff yep and it plugged into your usb port on your computer and stuff and i sent it to you guys there and you plugged it in and it was great except the fact it was is that you had a radio station that was right by you
1: yeah the river radio like were, was tuning in <laughs> yeah we were
0: hearing the radio station
1: i forgot was about ba- that <laughs> it is basically
0: the usb cable from i guess the unit to your computer it was acting like an antenna yeah. And so the radio station was coming in loud and clear, to the point I don't think I don't think we used it. I'm not sure no. if we did or not, but anyways, yeah, I mean we did sister shot back in 2012, 2013.
1: So yeah, that was a long, long time ago.
0: A long time ago. Thankfully, technology has improved a fair amount at that point. There, so
1: <laughs> I still can't work it any better, but that's why I have you. <laughs> Yay.
0: Yeah, I'm still technologically minded there, but hey, you know, I mean, even like computers and stuff nowadays, I mean, I mean, you actually have my old computer, which I bought a new computer to replace that there. And it's kind of like, it's just amazing because the processor, I I have a uh, Mac mini, it has an M1 chip and the M1 chip is basically, basically a higher version processor of what you would get in an iPhone. So basically Apple is making their own chips. They call them Apple Silicon. And they had like the A14, A fifteen, A sixteen, whatever it was, their chips. They put them in their iPhones, you know. Uh, but basically the M1 chip is basically a like a supersized version of that chip meant to go into a computer. And they're about as fast, if not faster, than a than a like a you know four i5 processor, which I think is what the laptop I gave you has. So yeah because i think i'm just
1: happy to have one apple's trying to become
0: more vertically integrated there and everything yeah and it was kind of like it's not like that laptop is a slouch by any means you know
1: oh no it's great i don't yeah. like it i'm just not real familiar with, with apple this is my first <laughs> apple anything
0: so you have an android phone huh
1: I do. <laughs> I'm not giving oh, it boy. up
0: either. <laughs> well, hey, you know, and like people are like, oh, you know, you're an Apple fanboy. And that's kinda like the reason why I use Apple stuff there is that when it comes to phones, I found I have better battery life on an iPhone than I do an Android phone. That's the only reason why.
1: That I like fair. Androids,
0: you know. Um and uh you know, the reason why I have a Mac is that I grew up using a Mac. I never really used a Windows PC. I went from having a Commodore 64 to having a Mac. <laughs> I
1: remember it wasn't my until first I was Apple computer. My, our first computer was an Apple.
0: But then I started doing support, and I do support on Windows PCs now. I, and I don't mind them, you know. And, you know, they're different. And I have Windows PCs. They're like, um, Becky, if you look behind me here, you can see that I'm pointing at that monitor. Yeah, I see it. There's a computer behind it. Now, the computer is only this big, so you're not going to see the computer. But I have a server running on that computer, and it runs like my. uh, Let me put this other computer back here. Okay, this it runs my my TV and DVR thing, and also have a video server, kind of like Plex, but it's called Jellyfin. It's an open source. Okay, you can put like video files in there and watch them on your TV, basically because you can play them off your Amazon Fire Stick. So, yeah, I mean, I don't have an Apple TV. I have a Amazon Fire Stick, which is a Android device, basically. So I'm not against that, you know. I'm certainly not against the Android. I mean, everything has their purpose there, and it's just kind of like, and if somebody uses a Windows PC, I don't care because, you know, hey, it works. They all do the same thing there, just do them in different ways, as you noticed.
1: yeah yeah it just takes a little bit of getting used
0: to that's all so i think we've gone long enough here with uh everything that's going on with me and uh i'm sorry i didn't get a chance to give you a chance to talk more but
1: (laughs) i figure as we go
0: on it'll be less me talking and
1: more (laughs) you know
0: actual discussion but i'm glad you're here
1: and i guess you gotta say it
0: yeah, we're going to go ahead and break here. And we'll be right back here with the news stories on NotStreetCast. Want to support Not Straightcast? Visit the NotStreetCast.com store where you can get a Not Straightcast t-shirt, hat, bag, coffee mug, and much, much more. Along with getting some snazzy merchandise, your purchase in the notstraightcast.com forward slash store also helps support the show. Once again, that's notstraightcast.com forward slash store. Welcome back to Not Cast, episode 29. And hey, we're freshly watered and peed and (laughs) (laughs) all good. So, yeah, it was kind of funny, though, is like basically when we're doing the first part there, I uh, you don't uh, you didn't hear this in there, but I showed my hand to Becca and I had pen all over it there because I was holding a pen in my hand because we have a paper script of like basically the outline of the episode and everything there yeah i must have been playing with the pen or something or the pen must be leaking because i had ink all over my hands <laughs> it <was just> like, <laughs> oh good lord what the at least you didn't on? touch
1: your face before you noticed you know <laughs>
0: <laughs> like i look like a nightmare you know <laughs> like halloween you know <laughs> it'd be good if it was halloween yeah I and mean, that's your favorite <laughs> holiday but yeah it was just like it was bad it was kind of like you know it's like you put the pen in the pocket and then the pocket gets a big ink stain on it
1: you
0: know. <laughs> thankfully it was in my pocket though so but one of the things was with not street cast is that we did news stories that concerned the lgbtqia plus 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 community
1: the alphabet mafia
0: yes and we haven't stopped doing that so let's go ahead and get into the news so this tells you how much technology has changed. Yeah, is not known as Twitter anymore. It's now X.
1: X. Oh, gosh. And now it's a horrible Elon Musk place owns, there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it went from being <laughs> something that was great to something that's god-awful. And what's even more god-awful is, is that the Trevor Project, which is a national suicide prevention and crisis intervention organization for LGBTQ youth, it announced that it's leaving X. Because of increasing hate and virtual on the platform. Is that how you say it? Virtual? Vitriol. Vitriol. Thank you. (laughs) Vitriol on the platform targeting the LGBTQ community. And the decision comes just over a year after billionaire entrepreneur Elon Musk finalized his $44 billion purchase of the company which honestly I don't think is even worth $44 billion at this point. It's not
1: now. He's lost half of his advertising because of the stuff he's allowed to going on on that that platform. I know. It's
0: just caught awful. So um, the organization wrote in a tweet there that LGBTQ young people are regularly victimized at the expense of their mental health and X's removal of certain moderation functions makes it more difficult for us to create the welcoming space for them on this platform. So the Trevor Project, which has nearly 350,000 followers on X, said that the decision to leave was made with input from dozens of internal and external perspectives in particular. Uh, We questioned whether leaving the platform would allow harmful narratives and rhetoric to prevail with one less voice to challenge them. But in the end, the group decided that leaving was the right thing to do.
1: That's such a shame, too, because that platform, you know, is a place where a lot of people got their information from, and you just can't trust it anymore.
0: Well, now, uh, glad, you know, they use their, like, those scorecards and stuff. They they ranked them in last place among the major social media platforms. Wow. So, and also, too, since Musk took over Running X, um, they've abandoned it there. Elton John. Announced he is leaving in December. Ellen DeGeneres, who has 75 million followers, hasn't tweeted since April. Um, the San Francisco LGBTQ Center, the Scotland LGBTQ Youth Group, and the UK based Mermaids, a transgender charity, have uh, also left the platform, just to name a few. So, yeah, it's just like it's literally turned into a cesspool.
1: it has It i as soon as he took over i deleted my account
0: i still have mine but it's more kind of like you know i never post on twitter other than the not straightcast account which we post the podcast on but that's all we do we don't really interact with twitter at all i'm not sitting there trying to cause fights or even discuss things on twitter because honestly it's not a platform worth discussing things on
1: no it really isn't
0: And honestly, social media as a whole isn't much, you know, I don't really share a whole lot on social media now. It's pretty much there. I just post memes.
1: (laughs) Yep. That's pretty much what I do, too. Anything else starts fights.
0: Exactly. Yeah. It's like nobody gets along anymore, you know. It's like, what the heck? (laughs) It's just like you know. I mean, I'll talk to my friends and stuff on there, be, but I'll talk to them in private on like Facebook Messenger, for example, or through like a text message. But you know, it's kind of like you know, I don't really feel the need to want to have discussions on there anymore. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm be- becoming more introverted, or I just don't care.
1: Like for me, it's it's more that arguing with people on the internet just doesn't solve anything you're not going to change anybody's mind um so you might as well just stand for what you stand for and show up at the voting booth you know Mm -hmm. and also you know like everybody that's on like say your facebook page is not always your friend you know they, they might be on there just to you know watch you fail and I don't see any yeah. point giving anybody any kind of ammunition. Like my close friends know what's going on with me and, and that's mm-hmm. good enough.
0: I was talking about before where like being in the hospital for a month, there kind of opened my eyes to a lot of things who I thought were my friends or not. Yeah. My friends, And, you know, and so I had a 1,100 people on my friends list on Facebook and I've been, just slowly decreasing over a while. It's actually even it started occurring before I was in the hospital, but it really accelerated after I got out of the hospital. So it was just kind of like, okay.
1: Well, yeah, when you go through something hard, it, it really yeah. shows like who who's going to show up and who doesn't. And you you learn that you don't have as many friends as you do acquaintances. And, and that's yes. like a, a really big like divide to like what word am i looking for that's a you need to differentiate that's right mm-hmm.
0: you kind of realize who actually cares about you and who could give two shits about you you know
1: right right because you know my mom passed away a couple months ago and mm-hmm. um and the people that i thought would be there absolutely not were not and the people that you know did show up surprised me like it, it was a surprise that like people i barely know came we're kind
0: of like coming out of the woodwork and like hey is there anything yeah, i can do like, for you
1: yeah exactly and there are a couple people that i thought were my friends that still to this day have not said anything to me they have not mentioned it they haven't asked me how i am like so i totally know what you you went through with all of that
0: like basically um I'll be honest with you, there, though. When it comes to like death, it's something I'm not particularly comfortable with, and I think that's probably the issue a lot of people have. Oh
1: yeah, you don't know and what I were to talking say about this and, last week, and I, I get that. You
0: just don't know what to say. Yeah, it's just kind of like you know. I could say the same thing as everybody else is saying, but I don't think that's going to be anything new. You know, is that going to make you feel better? I don't know. You know, but it's almost kind of like you know. You kind of need to express it's like, you know, hey, I'm here if you need anything. Just let me know, you know?
1: Yeah. Like something simple as that or something, uh, yeah. you know, just shoot a message, say, I'm really sorry that happened. It sucks. <laughs> you know, like just something, but yeah, everybody I'll, has I'll... things going on in their lives and, mm-hmm. you know,
0: I'm also one of those people there too. I'll be honest with you. I never met your mom. I wasn't that close to you. We were, no, teen, no, no, so no. Sorry, that you.
1: wasn't a pot shot or anything.
0: No, 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 no. no. But I'm saying like personally <laughs> myself there. You know, I obviously feel bad about your parents passing away. Nobody wants to have that happen, you know, to them ever, obviously. And so to have that happen is a major thing, you know. But it was also to the way that you expressed the way that you felt, because I think maybe you share a little more than I I did. That you felt a sense of relief because your, your mom was going through a lot of things.
1: She was. She was sick for a really long time.
0: And when I saw you, she was still living at that point but like you you were talking about that and it was a tough situation for you to be in there. And, you know, it was kind of like, it made me think about my own parents. My own parents are now in their seventies. Thankfully they're still, you know, up and at them and everything there. And I mean, I tell you what, they really came through whenever I was in the hospital, they actually were the only folks to visit me every single day, you know, or almost every single day, you know, to take a day off or something there, but it, was huge there because they lived like 30, 40 miles away from where the hospital I was at. I was, you know, I I was at UPMC um, Mercy when I was doing my rehabilitation and everything. So they were coming down, you know, visiting me and everything there. And it was nice, you know, it's something I look forward to. And, you know, my mom also washed my clothes because at that point there I could wear, I didn't have to wear the hospital gown anymore. (laughs) But I tell you what there, yeah, it's just uh it was real nice, you know, having them there. And I tell you what, that really cemented my relationship with my mom and my stepfather. That's really Everybody amazing to hear. Me. Yeah. Yeah. So but I was talking to them now, now that I'm out of the hospital, I've been out of the hospital for God knows how long now, a year and a half. That, you know, what was that experience like driving down there all the time? And it's like, you know, thankfully. You know, he used to teach down there, my my stepfather. So it wasn't that bad, you know. So he knew his way around that area there because it was right by the school where he used to teach at or work at. And so it could have been a lot worse, especially if they weren't that familiar with the area. Because it's pretty busy of an area, you know, to be out there. That's like around Duquesne University.
1: Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, it is busy so. over there.
0: In the war in the Boulevard, of the Allies, there, and it's a pretty busy street, you know. But, anyways, I forget the point that we're trying to get across with this here.
1: <laughs> but <laughs> we I kind of went off topic.
0: Yeah, we kind of went on a tangent.
1: We did. <laughs> so,
0: Tiffany, here, why don't we get on to your story next?
1: Okay. Ugh so whether or not people have heard about this or not there's something that is called Project 2025 and it's also called the conservative promise and it's written by an extremist right-wing think tank called the Heritage Foundation it's a 920 page i believe wow. ex- extremist manifesto <laughs> it's wow, intended we- Yeah, it's intended to be implemented on day one of any Republican presidency going forward. And this this has been something that's been in the works since the 1970s. So this is something that's been well thought out. um, And it's terrifying. Uh, In a nutshell, it'll take us from democracy to Gilead in a year's time.
0: Now, what's Gilead? What is that? Uh,
1: for those not familiar with that it's from a handmaid's tale um and in that show the right-wing very religious um the evangelicals attacked the american government took it over and it turned it into a right-wing fascist theocracy and Basically, what like
0: Trump is starting to want to do whenever he gets noticed, he
1: started talking about it mm-hmm. a little bit, and especially recently in his you know, his I don't even want to call them rallies because they're more <laughs> yeah. of a call to arms to the most what, what do you call those us. things
0: that Hitler would have there, you know, where like everybody's like you know, putting up their arms and everything there? No,
1: yeah, that's
0: rallies, yeah, yeah, the rallies. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Ah, oh, but per the Heritage Foundation's website, their mission statement is: "Heritage quote Heritage's mission is to formulate and promote public policies based on the principles of free enterprise, limited government, yeah right, individual freedoms, and <laughs> tradition, American values, and a strong national defense." Is that just a dog whistle
0: for like straight white Christian families?
1: It, it is. It is. Okay. It's a. It's a white supremacy dog whistle. Yeah. Um, and they use it a lot in in this document. And according to a Metro Weekly article, the right wing extremist Project Twenty Twenty Five political agenda seeks to eradicate all LGBTQ protections by erasing any mention of sexual orientation or gender ident- identity from existing federal laws. Yeah. That because. You know, they even when the the Holocaust, it was the minorities and gay people mm-hmm. that they went after first. Um, they're going to remove it from any agency rules or regulation, as well as any mentions of diversity, equity and inclusion, DEI initiatives, uh. gender, gender equality, gender equity, reproductive rights and any other term intended to deprive Americans of their First Amendment rights. Um, The promise also equates the LGBTQ community to pornography and makes gender affirming care punishable by imprisonment. Per LGBTQ Nation, conflating LGBTQ plus identity with pornography is a well-worn tactic among the far right and the source of slurs like groomer and pedophile and accusations around the sexualization of children. The past years have seen a dramatic increase in efforts to ban books featuring LGBTQ plus characters or themes, which conservative advocates of the so-called parental rights movement have characterized as pornographic. It's terrifying. It's terrifying. And this is only just a piece of it 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 repeated goes on to repeatedly mention you know residential schools for children who can't afford to go to the private institutions like that's what what they're basically talking about is is kids will have to in order to be able to attend the schools they're going to have to work so uh, you know we've seen that they're literally
0: literally sending us back to like the 1800s like they are
1: Like people it, are, it's gonna be fine to, owning
0: slaves again basically
1: yeah uh, they they want to erase the civil rights movement they want to go back to the time before mm-hmm. the civil rights movement and the nearly thousand page document is filled with inflammatory language it uses dehumanizing language and equates the lgbtq people with ideological views using isms and a very us versus them ideology <laughs> it's it, it's dangerous and on very every page much so you'll find language such as radical left liberal agenda and talking about society being in great peril. And it's a fear manual intended to scare people into voting against their own best interests.
0: It sounds like hell on earth. And I don't know what happened here. I mean, this kind of just aligns with the whole entire conservative, you know, the conservative movements become very far to one side now, you know?
1: well we said, it, we're, I think that we're seeing this be, because well straight white america collectively lost their minds when we duly elected a black man to the most powerful you know position in the world they they couldn't stand that they were no longer staying in their place so to speak and, and which is Trump, what I think
0: led to Trump yeah,
1: Trump was yeah. the result of that—the mm-hmm. complete polar opposite. And you know, Trump. It's like we went from
0: one extreme to the other extreme, then we went back to Joe Biden. You know.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So, which is not quite an extreme, you know, but still, you know, the conservatives do not like him. You know.
1: No, no. They they're trying to get him impeached,
0: that... but they can't come up with anything on him. So. <laughs>
1: We're talking about and Hunter the,
0: Biden and all that stuff, you know.
1: Yeah, and you know what? After they threw out um, Kevin McCarthy as the speaker and elected this <laughs> a new guy, Mike Johnson, he still would to impeach him, and that's what they threw McCarthy out for.
0: <laughs> they threw McCarthy for working. They like, they threw Kevin McCarthy out for working with Democrats. With the
1: Democrats, and that's yeah. exactly what Mike Johnson just did with this new budget exactly. proposal.
0: <laughs> How the hell do you think you're going to pass any bills without having? The, if you have such a slim. My, like a majority in the house you need democrats help
1: yeah and and i'm sorry if
0: you're working with democrats you need to compromise and this
1: has been the most useless government since the depression like herbert Hoover was (laughs) in office the last time the the government did so little they have passed 21 bills this year 21 that is Mm -hmm. it all year
0: do you know how they like how much they normally pass? I, I don't know offhand, but it has probably be in the hundreds.
1: Yeah, it's it's yeah. in the hundreds, sometimes thousands. There are all kinds of little bills mm-hmm. that that go in and out of, of Congress every single day, but they're even the whole entire Republican Party is fighting amongst themselves. You have the you know, I guess what you would call the normal Republicans, and then you have the MAGA people, and, and it's completely decimated the party.
0: And the sad part is is that probably in the next election they're they're going to do better than they deserve to they should not be voted back in just due to that no. if this is a normal functioning Republican party
1: right and Roe v Wade was was a big misstep on their part because people across the board are unhappy with that it's a small oh, percentage yeah. of people that are really supportive of that and unfortunately they're the loudest so you gotta... yeah and the
0: problem is there is that it's you know it's kind of like open up pandora's box again basically now this is what we're going to get you know
1: right right because
0: of that um you know get to the
1: pandora's box man
0: (laughs) talk about pandora's box being opened in florida they got opened up there um so yeah the next story is is a
1: mess (laughs) (laughs)
0: juan desantis oh god
1: god satan himself this
0: whole entire don't say gay stuff yeah apparently a physics teacher in florida at a Florida virtual school, was fired last month for using a gender neutral title in class. The school said that the title violated a section of Florida law, signed in May, an expansion to what critics call the don't say gay law. So, AV Very, who uses they and them pronouns, discovered that they were non binary. So, they started using the gender neutral title. And how do you say that? It's mixed. I think, MX, mix. Yeah, I think it's mixed. Yeah, I think it's mixed. MX period, as opposed to misses. I talked to my principal about it at first. I let him know that I was doing it, and he didn't say anything at first. And then after about a month later, he told me he needed me to change it. He asked, uh, very asked to use other gender neutral titles. I was told that professor was not okay. Doctor was not okay because I didn't have a PhD. But there's lots of people at the Florida virtual school district who do use doctor, which coincidentally is also in violation of the same law. I got disciplined for, but very refused to use "misses" a title. They feel didn't fit. So after a long back and forth with HR, he got fired.
1: Of course he did.
0: And of course, nobody complained about it. No teachers, no students, And, of course, Florida has one of the worst teacher shortages in the country. So, after he got suspended, you know, got fired and whatnot, the students were divided into already overburdened classes. He's currently meeting with the activist group to take on their case. They filed a complaint with the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. But, apparently, the Florida Virtual School District spokesperson said that FLVS Is obligated to follow Florida laws and regulations pertaining to public education. So talk about a completely screwed up situation. You know, it's like you can't come to some compromise.
1: No, and that's all Ron DeSantis has been focusing on is all this, all this stuff. And he's made a complete mess of this that state. People are fleeing in droves. And it's not just people that are part of the LGBTQ community. It's you know parents and, and relatives and, and women uh, you know are fleeing especially state. women yeah yeah because like in states that like like florida uh they, they have no uh women like doctors for women's health care like they're all leaving the state because they don't want to have to deal with deal any with of it, it, it. so yeah. like he, he's, he's completely destroying the economy down there like all the insurance companies are leaving and
0: he got in a big fight with disney
1: oh yeah that's a whole other
0: i mean yeah i mean we could go on for hours and hours about this here and it's just like it's just maddening that's basically the best way you can put it there and it's just kind of like it makes you just sit there and scratch your head and be like what the heck is going on here
1: yeah it it's surreal almost like it's like are we really seeing this these people like desantis and like trump who are literally regurgitating words of adolf hitler
0: oh yeah I mean, like, we don't even want to think about that. You know, like
1: Trump got on stage what this past week and called us all vermin. Like he used the 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 word the the we're going to root out the communists that are living in this country like vermin. The you know the yeah right. I'm left shocked wing that somebody extreme went There's 90 were,
0: charges against them, 90 separate charges against them in four different jurisdictions. I think if not, yeah, is
1: still allowed to run for president. I don't number one and number two. It
0: has the amount of support that he has.
1: God, It's baffling. It's, I don't understand.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then we have people like Howard Dean, you know, who's getting, you know, canceled because of a scream. Remember that?
1: The scream? Remember he's like, ah! Oh! And you know, you know, he got canceled
0: because <laughs> yeah. he did that in a rally oh, yeah, one time? Yeah, I
1: remember he's that. Like, yeah. He got all excited and <laughs> yeah, never uh-huh. heard from him again.
0: I mean, he was stupid, but it was not canceling, you know it was not cancel worthy at the time so it's mm-hmm. <laughs> still not
1: well i mean bill clinton like got impeached over a, a bj so it's times have changed <laughs> yeah
0: you know i mean grab him by the pussy yet you know he still gets elected you know
1: oh yeah people are cheering about that it's i i don't uh, I'm
0: just uh, i can't i can't
1: i just vote that's all I can do. Is I just if go. I didn't
0: have a $60 uh, windscreen in front of my microphone, I would be banging my head off the microphone at this point. <laughs> you <know? It's> like, <laughs> like, come oh, on, people. Do that. Uh, but anyways, we have
1: already <laughs> had enough problems with your noggin. We don't need you to do that.
0: I'm just happy. <laughs> things are a lot better than they were. That's all I'd, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad things are okay now. Let's put it that way. And I'm trying yeah. to keep them Okay.
1: <laughs> Good. <laughs> and speaking of voting, as we saw in the most recent local elections in November 2023, Republican policies are not popular ones. Duh. And they are <laughs> and they are aware that the country is moving moving further away from their staunch and awful, hateful conservative ideals towards a more inclusive and progressive society. Gen Z is leading the charge in this. These kids. Are, are so well-informed. Well, informed. And well we we're are... all just
0: old now, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <I> was,
1: <laughs> sorry, but I didn't mean for that to get on, on you
0: know. No, it wasn't you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just clearing that up for the people at home. You
0: know. Here, I'll play it again. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. <laughs> but it wasn't from me. It was an that. audio track we have on here.
1: <laughs> it's it's our inner 12 year old boys <laughs> it's
0: literally called farting around is the name of the song <laughs>
1: that's us
0: old farts yeah thank god gen z <laughs>
1: yeah because
0: thank god gen z is leading the charge there
1: oh I agree. yeah definitely they, they are well informed they they know how to read between the lines and they see through all the crap they see through the propaganda they see through it all and because of gen z like we are now seeing the death rattle of conservative ideology, which brings along with it an extinction burst. And that's that's what we've been seeing with the don't say gay bills and the abortion bans and the anti-trans laws that have been written almost entirely by hate groups disguised as family values or other right-wing dog whistles. <laughs> yeah. I so mean, especially Ohio, like in Ohio, yeah. Yeah, Ohio is interesting if you've been paying attention what's going on up there um republicans it fought tooth and nail to keep the abortion initiative off the ballot which is something the people wanted Mm -hmm. and the good people of the state of ohio fought back and the vote remained ohio has followed such states as tennessee kentucky iowa alabama and mississippi down the rabbit hole of bigotry and right-wing extremism Ohio Republicans, hoping to thwart the vote, phrased the ballot initiative in such a way that they thought people would vote no on the initiative. This plan was foiled spectacularly as the people of Ohio came to overwhelmingly support a yes on women's health care and enshrining it into the state constitution. And this was all just too much for some Ohio Republicans. Conservatives hold wide majorities in both chambers of the Ohio General Assembly. The state's governor is a Republican, and the seventh-seat Ohio Supreme Court has a four-to-three Republican majority. They are all on the same page regarding most, most issues, which means if they want to get something done, they absolutely can do that. But four Republican representatives are now discussing whether or not to take power away from the Ohio judiciary to prevent them from shrining, enshrining abortion health care as right into the state constitution and taking power <laughs> away from the voters of Ohio. Of course, this yeah. Is fascism. Like it's like I was talking about with Project 2022, it would erase the constitution, it would erase states' rights, it would erase all of it.
0: I you know it's like kind of like it's like well you guys passed the law we don't like yeah we're just not gonna write the law anymore
1: yeah and that's that's how like a lot of these republicans are are operating and i I forget what whether it was like tennessee or kentucky they were ordered by the supreme court to redraw the district because it was very very gerrymandered in their favor Mm -hmm. and it excluded a lot of um black um black voters and you know other minorities and it was done on purpose and they just ignored the order
0: it's it's just like
1: they're just like yeah no we're not gonna do that
0: like nah no nah. let's not worry about it it's yeah. kind of like the whole entire like you know a lot of people were complaining about like because we recently went through like daylight savings time or right, or are we on regular time i don't know but basically they were i guess they had voted last year to eliminate it and it's kind of like why are we dealing with it getting dark at 5 p.m now
1: yeah, why are we even doing that anymore? And that went through like real quick. Meanwhile, we can't get a budget passed.
0: Exactly. Yeah, if that's so.
1: important, daylight savings time.
0: <laughs> that is right. <laughs> <laughs> that is right. <laughs> <laughs> well, everything, on, everything that's not important it gets passed immediately and gets oh yeah implemented. You know, of, two of minutes course. after it's passed.
1: Yep. Yep. And you know, going to help uh, the people. No. no we are not going to help the people
0: (laughs) but we actually need things done like the right to choose whether you have an abortion or not nah
1: well the ohio voters on tuesday november 7th 2023 passed issue one by a margin of 56.6 percent to 43.4 percent marking the first time a republican led state has affirmatively affirmatively guaranteed the right to abortion in its state constitution The approval of the measure extended the winning streak by abortion rights proponents after they were victorious in all six states where abortion-related measures were directly on the ballot last year. Like The people are, they're not having it. I think like one of the
0: states that you mentioned was Kentucky, I think they put, you know, choice into their constitution now or something like that. I think it was, yeah. Yeah, but basically, like any state, I think where they've tried to enshrine, you know,
1: Anti-abortion,
0: the anti-abortion rights has failed.
1: Yeah, it has, because seventy percent or, or more, I believe I read that of the country wants
0: mm-hmm.
1: to have that. E- even
0: well, what's well, well, it's kind of like the whole entire go to the argument. It's kind of like you know, just because you have the choice of an abortion doesn't mean you're going to have an abortion.
1: No, most no. people who even
0: get who've had abortions consider it to be a good thing that they did. Well, you know, yeah, and it, it's, it's a major life. It, Changing thing there, you know.
1: It, it is, and the the, the Republicans love to sling this garbage around about, you know, people will be having abortions right up until the the time of birth. No one has ever done that unless it was, it, like, a life or death situation. Like, it just doesn't happen. Less than one percent of abortions happen after twenty weeks. Most of them, they happen within the first thirteen weeks.
0: But then the baby is born. It's like, fuck the baby after that, you know? Yeah, exactly. uh,
1: (laughs) It's like what George Carlin said. He said, if you're uh, pre-born, you're fine. If you're preschool, you're fucked. (laughs) And I love Carlin. I miss him.
0: (laughs) You know, we've seen enough cartoons with that. that are like, kind of like, you know, it's like, what about, you know, adoption services and stuff like that? You know, why is there a lot more attention being put on this as opposed to being put on the things that matter after the baby's actually born you know
1: yeah so, uh, yeah they they want never to, quite they're not that. pro-life they are forced birth
0: no it's just a issue they can hang their head on and be like hey i'm a christian you know
1: oh yeah and it's a completely non-committal thing to to be too it, and they end up being like everything pro-life yeah because they don't have to actually do anything. They just exactly. have to manufacture this outrage and and then they can go to church and feel good about themselves, you know, and it's, they, they don't actually have to do anything.
0: Do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's basically like the summary of it all. Yeah. Congress isn't doing anything because nobody can get along. You know, it's kind of like, there needs to be a lot more bipartisanship, you know, there does. we're not I, seeing it all here.
1: No, and, and until this this whole MAGA thing dies, which which I think that a lot of the Republicans are getting sick of smelling their own shit at this point. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think we'll we'll twenty twenty four is going to be a, a defining time in history because it, it's going to be the difference of whether we fall into fascism or if you know democracy rules and um, you know hopefully
0: well we never we thought can... he would be elected but you know
1: <laughs> yeah elected, <laughs> so never say isn't... never you know yeah that's use that term loosely mm-hmm.
0: exactly but um anyways i think we've come to the moment that we've all been waiting for here something a little more lighthearted. hearted <laughs> it's a monster cast no do you hear that? So today's story involves nudity creep.
1: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so,
0: I mean, like, he watched Cinemax and HBO and stuff. I mean, you know, Cinemax, you know. Yeah. Skinemax, you know. Skinimax. like Yeah, they used to play all their nudity <laughs> movies at night there is, and everything. Is
1: that even a thing anymore? I used to sneak out of bed in the middle of the night to watch Cinemax when I was a kid.
0: <laughs> well, I'm not sure cable's much of anything anymore, but, you know. It's Kind of funny. I'd have to kind of take a little bit of a uh, tangent here and say it'll be funny when all these streaming services, which is now the big thing nowadays, like Netflix and, you know.
1: Yeah, Nets I don't even have or cable have. or Roku. Hulu
0: and stuff like that. They all combine in the one big service called cable.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's just going to revert.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's going to go back, you know. But um, yeah, one of the most popular shows on one of the most popular streaming services is called Naked Attraction. It's a fully, completely naked dating show. And it's on HBO Max, or um, now just called Max. Um, The British show, which Max acquired from Channel 4 over in the UK, does not blur or censor anything. In fact, there's actually close-ups. So anyways, here's the gimmick. One contestant faces six boxes that contain six naked people. Bit by bit, their bodies were revealed, starting from the bottom. The contestant oh eliminates God. the possible future dating partners based on the body parts that they see. So they're showing full, like
1: <laughs> they're showing
0: <laughs> they're showing full male frontal nudity. And that's maybe was catching a few breasts. <laughs> so oh, Jeffrey God. Jones, he's a professor at the University of Georgia. He authored a book about the history of HBO. He's also the executive director of the Peabody Awards, which you've heard of. They award excellence in media. Oh, yeah. He's too polite to say so, but it seems unlikely naked attraction will win. This is, after all, a dating show based on people accessing other people's junk.
1: (laughs) Oh, God, where have we come in this world?
0: (laughs) But if you were outraged at HBO, the home of such prestigious drama, such as The Sopranos, and the wire has stooped so low. Jones would like to remind you that starting in the 1990s, HBO aired programs such as Real Sex and Taxi Cab Confessions.
1: I loved Real Sex.
0: <laughs> and then we get into
1: <laughs> so yeah, they've
0: been doing it for a while, but you know, with naked women's bodies. And, you know, we also had Skinamax, or Cinemax. You know, for airing uncensored movies starting in the 1980s. You know, so pretty much there, it's kind of like they We're kind of expecting that there, but it's also one of those situations there were two were you know fine it was fine for the naked women but the naked men were kind of like a no-no you know
1: yeah it always kind of has been like that
0: yeah i mean it's kind of like um they've always centered around the female flush, you know
1: yeah and if you wind up seeing a pee-pee in a movie it's like it was really <laughs> exciting
0: oh my goodness <laughs> So Netflix show called Sex Slash Life allegedly pulled more than 20 million views in 2021 because of just one graphic scene of male nudity. So people gleefully skip to that scene and record themselves watching it as a viral challenge on TikTok.
1: <laughs> of course they did. <laughs> like, look
0: at me with this penis. <laughs> <laughs> So this is marketing that happens about the HBO or Netflix marketing departments, Jones observes. And that's critical, he points out, given the immense competition for eyeballs and subscribers. But if nudity is a gimmick that gets them, what happens when nudity gets old? But, of course, then he went on to say that people will never get sick of nudity. (laughs) It's on frescoes all through Europe. Nudity is with us forever. Frankly, it's a central part of who and what we are as humans we're all going to tell stories about it. Uh, it was only a matter of time. I'm surprised it took so long to get there.
1: You know, uh, uh, you're probably right about that. <laughs> I mean, they've been kind of pushing the the gamut for a while now. So it's just a matter of time before something like this. was. I mean, it's been play. female
0: nudity for a long time, you know, on, on like Skinamax. You
1: know? It has, it has like full frontal, all of mm-hmm. it.
0: Mm. And now it's kind of like. Oh, we have a male penis. That's something new.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah. And, you know, there are a lot of people that are outraged about something like that because that there is, you know, some misogyny that is at play and stuff like that. Like a woman's body is, you know.
0: I think what it is (laughs) nowadays is that you're seeing less of it because, I mean, you could argue misogyny was going on for a long time. The fact that, you know, female nudity was a thing, but male nudity wasn't. And now it's probably become a little more equal.
1: So. Well, yeah, yeah, uh, people are are starting to we like we as Americans live in the, this like hypocritical, like puritanical kind of fa- false morality. That, uh, but I, I think we're starting to get away from that, and you know, people are just starting to accept more things, especially like we were saying earlier with the younger generations, like they. Are way more open-minded than we ever were. They they have more knowledge than we ever ever had. Like TikTok has been really instrumental in, like, showing the different cultures and different lifestyles, and, and you know these kids are growing up with that. And I think that makes a big difference, you know, for humanity in the grand scheme of things for the future.
0: And then there's us Gen Xers, <laughs> All right.
1: Still making fart jokes. Uh-huh. And, exactly. You know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh anyways yeah so this has been quite a show i tell you what i'm glad we've made it to the end so
1: <laughs> it was a rough start yes a rough start. <laughs> subscribe to us where all great podcasts are sold also check out not which has links to our previous shows our facebook reddit and twitter pages or x
0: the store and more. And if you like us, please suggest us to a friend and leave a five-star review in your favorite podcast app. We want to thank you very much for listening to our show. And until next time, have a nice straight one. Bye for now. to support not straight cast visit the not store where you can get a not straight cast t-shirt hat bag coffee mug and much much more along with getting some snazzy merchandise your purchase in the not forward slash store also helps support the show once again that's not forward slash store